everybody, welcome to episode 83, season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Today we're talking about vaccines! Yay! Everybody's excited about that. Um, we're gonna tell you, uh, why it's a hoax. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we, before anybody signs out right after I say that, um, I'm just kidding. Uh, not, not a hoax. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna talk about Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, how he's fucking us over. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the rest of that press conference with uh, with Steve Eiserman and um, Steve throwing some shade, uh, which was pretty fun, and uh, a lot a lot of other fun comments that he made today that um, we can we can overthink. We can uh, I mean look too deep into really jump down the rabbit hole and um, kind of come out the other side looking pretty good, or we can start taking a look at them and uh you know decide nothing nothing good is, is coming from it but uh first of all uh shout out performance art how you doing um i love this right off the bat salty way more of those comments and, love and it trade bertuzzi yeah uh, baby steve eiserman is science salty wings and abs <laughs> um very very unique uh name I, I can't imagine there's too many wings and abs fans out there uh but um I, I like your takes. And then uh, performance art. You're you're ready. Uh, I, I hope you're ready for, for a doozy here. Because we're going to talk Tyler Bertuzzi. Woo! Who was ready for that rhyme? Um, all right. So, yeah. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, performance art, just so you know, is uh, the lone Red Wing who is not vaccinated. Um <laughs> Look, I. The Do you thing, think he brought that up before uh, contract negotiations? That is a wonderful question, and I don't think the way that we we hear about these uh, contract negotiations happening, where it's always like the player saying, "Ah, my agent takes care of all that." I I'm fairly certain none of it came up because, right? Like, like you wouldn't. I don't know where. That had that that would have definitely been a part of the conversation because you're immediately talking about just so everybody knows, uh, for the Detroit Red Wings particular schedule, eight games he's not playing in. I mean, uh, I, you go in that negotiation room besides your your numbers on the stat sheet, right? Um, and I'm talking like Mike's goals and assists and Matt's stats that actually matter. Um, you also bring up your injury history, and that would mean your medical history. And I feel like your medical history would include your vaccination history. Um, so I'm, I I wish that Steve could comment because I would be fascinated to see how that factored in. And it, now it kind of makes me a little bummed out because I hope, you know, we're not we're not breaking news here. All right. When I say this, man, this isn't why Pedersen's not signed yet. Right. No, I mean, he he's even out in a boot uh, in Michigan right now training. uh with his with his buddy Quinn uh, Quinn Hughes, uh, so they're I mean they're rough riding um, into you know the areas where you need to be masked up, you need to be vaccinated to uh, to train for uh, oh, NHL caliber talent. There we go. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. I found it. Landing made. All right. Did you have uh, some of Iserman's quotes too? Because I know he said something about um, uh, you know it's it's Tuesday's choice, and uh, I mean my family's vaccinated. Yeah, I, yeah. If we could recap that, but uh, performance art. Uh, quick shout out. He, he's pissed the fuck off. I, I, I had to throw that out there. 
Uh, and uh, Salty Wings fan, we will get into, he, he says, yo, they're in Michigan? Where at? Um, my best guess would be Novi off the top of my head, but uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, yeah, they're just doing some training and stuff. It's, I, I mean, when, when I heard that news, I thought, I thought Iceman was picking him up at the airport, but it's not, <laughs> right. quite, it's not quite at that level yet. Not yet. Just, just where Quinn was, and uh, they're training together. But it was going to be a part of our Patterson Offer Sheet Watch segment, but we can... Maybe we can cross that off now. Any whoozles. Um <laughs> Yeah, so so back on to, 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 to Tyler. Um, it was uh, Helene St. James, I think, asked about, you know, how, how do you feel about Tyler not being vaccinated? And right. Steve, you know, the best way he possibly could said, uh, you know, that that's his business. Uh, but then he followed that up with, I'm vaccinated. My whole family is vaccinated. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So, look, there, there's a lot of things you could take from that. I took from it, and this is a podcast, so we talk about our feelings on things. Uh, I'm taking from that that Steve said, I fucking believe it's a real thing. And I can't believe there's somebody else who doesn't, which is kind of, you know, like, <laughs> kind of where my head's at. Um, I mean, Man, I, if, you if, can pull if whatever you... you want from what Steve said, but that's that's where my head's at from what he said on that. Do we still have those people who hate Fedorov for leaving for more money? Because you talk about a fan base that's going to be disenchanted with a superstar. Woo-wee! Bertuzzi is uh, right in the front lines for that, Matt. Because not only is he not going to play because he gets injured all the time, but the games he's healthy, he might not be able to play because he refuses to do something to make sure he's healthy. Yeah, Boy, it's a lot. That's a lot of money. Uh, to try and seduce the fan base and sell some jerseys. That's... Yeah, four hundred thousand actually is is the the dollar amount you can put right on there. Uh, so he's got double the entirety of my mortgage per game. He's throwing down the toilet. <laughs> Not per game. Oh, the, okay. the full the full eight games that uh, he's he's missing in. Okay, uh, that's that's more Prince Fielder money. My bad. Yeah, yeah. it it has to. It, it's something like um, so they get paid per day. So somebody somebody figured this math out. They get paid per day, and they figured the days of travel, uh, the days in between games, uh, he would essentially be getting paid. So between all these games that they would have to travel to Canada and come back and what have you, or I guess he's fine coming back. He'll he'll be good to go. He'll he'll be in the United States when they come back. Uh, but that's that's the long and short of that four hundred thousand. Is it's uh, it's taken how many days it's going to take for them to go to Canada? I, you know, it is one of those things where you look across the rest of the league. They're ninety nine percent vaccinated. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to bring up what uh, Tristan threw out there. Um, Tristan's our boy. Shows up. Um, I did put we were going to start at eight thirty five for some dumb reason, and we started at seven thirty today. Uh, I just punched in the wrong time, so. I'm imagining I screwed up Tristan because he's he's good on uh, showing up on time when I say we're going to start. So I, I apologize to Tristan first. Uh, Tristan says, it pisses me right off that people are losing it on Bertuzzi and calling him uh, the R word and shit. I'm going to I'm going to leave it at the R word. Uh, there's a lot of things I'll say on this podcast. Uh, he's clearly made the decision uh, not to be vaccinated and realizes the consequences this will have. I that look, I. I respect that opinion, Tristan, uh, a thousand percent. Um, it's just, to me, I, I live in my, my every day is discussing vaccinations and COVID because of um, the people around me are in the medical profession. And it, it's not something where I'm saying that. And I, I know somebody who cleans poopy beds. Um, 
It's, I'm surrounded by doctors. So it, it's one of those things where the unvaccinated have hurt me personally already. Um, so I, I'm not going to get too deep into that. I talked with somebody earlier today and they said, you know what? Keep all the personal stuff out. Because uh, this is, I guess, to Tristan's point, it's also, you know, it's how we, uh, we, we really have to look at Tyler's situation and go, there could be something else going on because, I mean, this is his, his own personal business. But what we, I guess, where we can leave the discussion is, or or at least have this discussion, is that there are a lot of players that have made the choice. Um, it was JT Miller who had the quote today. I got vaccinated. And this is a guy who had previously been outspoken about not getting it. Uh, I got vaccinated because it's what I need to do for my team. Um, and this is... Isn't to say that Tyler outright is making a decision to hurt his team. Um, it's just one of those things where what is the next step for Tyler Bertuzzi and the Detroit Red Wings, where I, I think it, it's a very reasonable conversation. Uh, Tristan, if we lost you, I totally understand. <laughs> uh, but a very reasonable conversation to say that he's probably back uh, on the trade block at this point. Um, and, yeah, I, and I, I don't know, think, I don't know if it's an his... easy asset to move. <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's got a lot there. of skill, right? So it's not a talent issue. It's a health issue and whether or not, you know, you want to do this thing that it's going to make it tough for your team to have to pencil you. Like, what if there's a playoff series where you're playing Canada, we, then a Canadian team, then what are you going to do? So I, I don't know if this means that they're eyeballing, like, this is obviously way in the preliminary stages. And like right. you said, with Miller, you know, he said, you know, fuck it, I'll just get fixed and then it will be fine for the team so there's plenty of time for that to still happen but i don't know if this means we have to like start eyeballing like the metropolitan division because that's the only one that doesn't have a canadian team in it that is you know going to guarantee you know a more of a elongated series and you know over the course of the regular season at least and the red wings you know we're looking at toronto we're looking at ottawa we're looking at montreal like oh there's probably going to be some Canadian games in there. So I don't know if they're going to try and it'll be a sexier option, you know, for, for a team that's not going to have as many Canadian games. to like put a bid out for this guy. I know that's way down the road, but I just, if he's, you know, going to stick with that might be just something to consider. Yeah. And I, I, I would put it out there that there's certainly another space in this conversation is that we're not going anywhere this year. Um, we talked about keeping Franz Nielsen because even though his contract is huge for his abilities, um, you know, it, it still wasn't going to hurt us to hold on to him for the year and let the contract expire to that same. I, I feel like these are parallel ideas to that, like just in the opposite sense. Um, you let this year go on by because, uh, to be honest, um, you know, I'll throw this out there. Tristan's saying there's a lot of mean stuff. And he does apologize for the word use. He was frustrated. There's a lot of mean stuff going up on Reddit and stuff and uh, different places like that talking about Tyler Bertuzzi. I will say my, my official stance is I, I disagree with uh, Tyler and whatever. If it was a narrative that sold him on not getting vaccinated, I can tell I can say right now for this podcast, I know Mike's right there with me. So I'll say the podcast stances. There's no evidence to say that there, you know, like there's nothing associated with uh, the vaccination uh, being bad for you. Zero evidence of it. Um, so anything that uh, people are, are creating is a narrative. Um, there, there's, there's no proof. There's no evidence. It's, it's just people kind of putting on the aluminum caps. So with that being said, I'm not going to say anything mean to Tyler. I think there's room. For Tyler Bertuzzi on my team, if, you know, maybe we can have a conversation with him and say, hey, you know, 
just stay over there. If you really believe that the vaccination is going to hurt you, please wear your mask, do all that stuff. And he res- if he respects that, if I'm the GM, you know, I can I can hang on to him and wait a year and see if he fits later. But um, I yeah, I mean, this news broke point, this uh, like within throw out and within a within a week. He's like, OK, so I'm not getting vaxxed, but I'm going to be a dad. So it's like, oh, we can't get mad at him. He's got somebody pregnant. Oh, look at, look at Tyler. Um, yeah, I, I can say, too, like uh, my wife and I, who just uh, had our second kid, like we did, and especially with, with my wife being a doctor, she has access to all this information. Dr. Wife. Yeah. Yes. yes, Dr. Wife. Uh, she has access to all the, the right information whenever she needs it. Yeah. Uh, but we, you know, we we were scared to take the vaccine because, uh, you know, she's got she had a little one in her tum tum. And we, you know, we did the research and. We stuck with science and data, and that's that's what I would say. If Tyler's listening right now, Tyler, just go stay away from Facebook and go read the you know the actual data. Get out of Reddit, man. Save yeah. yourself. Get out of Reddit. <laughs> um, but, so uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, we're kind of running this thin. We're running it dry. I I think it's a bummer. Um, if we want to look at it from a personal perspective, from like I really thought, you know, if there was going to be a guy who was going to be a piece of this core for sure, it was Tyler Bertuzzi. But I feel like this is one of those things that kind of it, it, I am certainly questioning it right now. Um, and certainly with, with Steve Eiserman's responses, uh, the, you know, again, I, maybe I'm reading into it, but the way uh, that he threw that stuff out there, including, um, I don't, I wonder if I can pull this up in a, in a flash here, but, uh, Mike, our, our top performing uh, tweet of the day. I don't I don't know if you got a chance to see it. Um, it was at the end of Helene St. James' um, turn, I guess, if we want to yeah. call it that. Uh, she was uh, told that she would get an award because she was the person that asked, you know, who isn't vaccinated. Uh, and I guess there was, you know, that was uh, kind of the the bet that was going around in in the I guess the front office for the Detroit Red Wings, and um, Steve said whoever whoever was going to ask was was going to win um, an award. Oh, you know what I did? God damn it! I, I didn't hit the share sound again. Ah, oh, this is going to be great. I was going to have it timed out perfectly. Um, I like, but mine. yeah, he, he, uh, okay. he, yeah, he came up he came up with uh, with this little ditty right here. I look forward to uh, collecting my. A grand prize <laughs> it's a doozy it's wait it's it's a it's a red wing mask for when you interview tyler oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Dave, throwing bombs. <laughs> wow oh, oh man wow. I, i'm i'm flushed right now that uh whew. Man. <laughs> so I again, uh, like I said, with the, the thing he said about his family and himself being vaccinated and then throwing that out at the end. I mean, that w- that would be something if I was doing that interview in my head, I'd be like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And Steve, don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, salty Wings and Ant fan. You just got Steve Eisenman. I, I love <laughs> So the point I'm making with bringing that up, um, it is it is fun to kind of crack jokes about, you know, where Steve is coming from. But I think he's sour on I think he's sour on Tyler uh, right now. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to take a look at everything he said. And, um, you know, go go way beyond uh, probably a reasonable thought. 
Oh, that's I'm like looking Anthony at my Twitter. Level. That was Anthony Jeselnik level. I didn't know Anthony Jeselnik was the GM of the Red Wings. That was incredible. <laughs> All right. So uh, we did have uh, some other stuff to discuss, but um, I thought, why don't, why, don't we get the, uh, why don't we get my favorite segment out of the way here since uh, we kind of brought it up a little bit. Uh, but, of course, it's the Elias Pettersson Offer Sheet Watch. All right, so uh, as we've been bringing it up uh, twice a week now, uh, <laughs> it uh, it's just been updates on Pedersen. I mean, I mean, to start, the update for today was that um, he was training in Michigan. So, of course, uh, the fun joke uh, to make is that uh, Steve is just hanging outside of whatever ice rink he's training in, which I'm assuming is Novi. And, of course, Steve probably lives in Novi and all that fun stuff. And, you know, he was going to come home with a nice – Fancy looking Elias Patterson, no problem, no, no harm, no foul. Uh, brand new Elias Patterson to slap on the table. Um, but the other portion of news here was that Patterson was also uh, reported. Him and his agent were waiting to hear what uh, Kirill Kaprizov's um, AAV was going to be. Now he's yeah. coming in, uh, according to Cap Friendly, at uh, at nine million for five years. This is one of the highest contracts for a kid uh, of Kirill Kaprizov's age. Um, oh, you know what? I can't get the uh, I can't get the graphic to to pop up. Um, shoot, All right, I can barely read it. All right, uh, but yeah, we're we're at. Uh, sorry, I can't get this graphic to pop up. But uh, this will be uh, you guys who were watching on YouTube. You can pre- pretend you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> so it's nine nine mil per year. Um, I mean, honestly, I this is over what I thought when we were looking at evolving hockey. I think we saw uh, six or seven million when I was looking at this. Uh, Mike, I think you missed that episode, but that was that was a couple of episodes ago. And of course, we were still looking at Elias Pettersson that evolving hockey projected him to be road five million, and we were saying. Yeah, no Vancouver can be in that range, and then we would just double it and land ourselves in Elias Pettersson. But now, if uh, Pettersson's group was waiting He's... on this Kaprizov contract, clearly you can he could wait as long as he wants and and get close to ten million, no problem with his own team. Yeah. Um, I mean, because uh, we were waiting on a couple things, right? Because um, uh, I, I don't think we you know anticipated Kaprizov being this this high, um, and. Who do you think that that number um, excites more, Vancouver or Detroit? Because I gotta think. I, I think Vancouver. Vancouver has what sixteen million? Is it sixteen and a half million in space? Um, to sign Quinn and um, Pedersen. Yeah, some, something around there. Is that that that's what Tristan was saying? Fifteen mil for for Hughes and PD is what he said. Um, yeah, but I'll, yeah, I'll pull up that million and a half above that too. Um, so I, I got to think for the Red Wings, this is kind of exciting because if this is the ballpark that he's going to be in, this is definitely in our wheelhouse. We don't really have any 10 million a year players. And I I still think that Pedersen playing at a more of a position of need, a more valuable position, whew, even with, uh, you know, Kaprizov lighting up that stat sheet um, a little, I think he's got a little bit more of the, uh, the meaty, meaty numbers. God, 10 million is... So doable. God, I Matt, is there any way? Please. Just, I mean, we're gonna just, li- we're... just lie to me. Just so lie to me and tell me we're gonna put an offer sheet in. Just oh my god, me. absolutely. Thank you. Um, especially a you know, a, it'll happen the day after Steve Eiserman was forced to talk to Art Regner for 10 minutes and have to do another press conference. 
that would honestly be enough for me if I if I could say that. I, I don't know uh, if you caught any of the press conference, Mike, but uh, Eiserman's reaction I uh, I did share on Twitter. It's uh, at bod hockey. It was it was uh, it was pretty good. But uh, that would be enough for me to not offer sheet. Elias Pettersson, just so that I didn't have to do another press conference and have to speak with Art Regner again. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what I think I did? I think I might have a little copy of it. Next up, Art Regner, DetroitRedWings.com. Hi, Steve. Art, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. Um, Liverpool, you never walk alone. Great, great. Um, my favorite team too. I can't believe it, but, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I want to ask you the first question. The last time we talked to Tyler, he wasn't cleared for contact. Is he cleared for contact now? Tyler? Yes. God, I, just the whole time. He's just like, Jesus. Like, I, it almost looked like Steve <laughs> forgot that he was on camera. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Like, I, I mean, if I were Art, I would have been thrown off. I would have just stopped. I wouldn't even been able to finish the question. Like, just seeing Steve rub his head and, you know, do one of these. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, pinching the eyes. I, I I don't know how you guys feel. I, I can't stand listening to should Art I, Ragnar. Should, okay. I just, should, I, should I just go, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we do uh, we do have uh, some business, so I don't want anybody to go while, while we do this. But uh, fair warning. Uh, Mike, it, uh, it's week two of football. Uh, it's, it's in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Kick off another action-packed week. DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week three game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Mike Donald. The DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage is required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLE or in India call 1-800-9 with it. All right. We're back at it. Um, Woo. Jason's thrown out there. Is Trading Bird an option? Uh, yeah. Are we going to sit and wait with this? I, my my guess is that we're, Bert was already on the trading block, to be completely honest, before any of this happened. Uh, so it's just going to be if the right trade comes along. The thing that hurts about it is that I think it's going, it's going to be much harder to move him because teams are going to have to consider – you know, maybe they look at their schedule and all the games in Canada, are, they're, they're, they're done. You know, like they've knocked them off the list. All right, good to go. Um, maybe that, you know, could be something where Steve has to take a look at the schedule and figure out, you know, what's possible for these teams. Because you, you also have to figure a team's going to be jumping into the playoffs if they're going to be trading for Tyler. And do they want a guy who's going to be gone uh, for seven games, he right? Argu- um, he arguably could not be in a worse division to make this decision. Right. Well, for his own pocket. For his own pocket. 
Yeah, I I mean, anywhere he goes, I, I feel like he I, there's always going to be that playoff potential. So I, I, I think he, he definitely hurt our ability to trade him. So he hurt he hurt that value pretty good. Um, I did want to throw out there, Tristan. I, w- I want to meet Steve in person at some point in my life. I, w- I wish he was my uncle. So at family get-togethers, I could pick his brain with all my mock trains and free agent signings. See, I think I-, I could even take it one step further, Tristan. I would say, gosh, I wish Steve was my dad. And I think even my own dad would be like, yeah. And then yeah, he could be my I cool brother. Be like, yeah, was that a cool dad? If me and you could hang out with Steve. <laughs> Maybe we have two dads. I don't know. What? I wouldn't mind two dads. Yeah. <laughs> More dads the merrier. Yeah, maybe Steve and Dad meet now. Maybe they meet now and there's something that can happen. Maybe they I just have no problem with that. Man, I wasted 50 years of my life not being with this father of the, you know, Red Wings rank guys. This is great. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, we do have some uh, some updates, Mike. Uh, Bertuzzi, uh, who uh, Art was asking about there. I probably should have transitioned into this, but uh, after seeing Eisman go, Tyler, can you speak up? Can you stop burping in your question, Art? Um, he, he did speak about uh, Bertuzzi and Dylan Larkin, and they are in controlled contact. So coming off, um, you know, uh, the the injuries they uh, sustained last season and uh, surgeries, they, they are coming back. They are able to contact, but it's controlled. So um, I, I, I'm guessing it's it, they would just be off the ice if this was a real issue. Um Update on Jared McIsaac after God that horrific scene um, at the end of the prospect tournament. Not clear to play, but he's doing better. Uh, good to hear. I mean, you you figure Steve would have been, I don't know, maybe not more morbid, but um, just probably would have not sold it as well. We're just waiting to see, you know, when he can come back for training camp. Kind of that was the vibe I got. So I, I feel like we might see McIsaac. It might just be something like concussion protocol that might keep him out. As we all know, those are always tough to predict. Uh, Mike Bergeron, day-to-day. Uh, sounds like he'll be back within the next couple of days to skate with the team. Uh, so, and, and Lucas is skating tomorrow. So my guess in the last episode was that prospect tournament was such a shit show and everybody was throwing elbows and trying to injure everybody. My guess was they were kept out for that reason. And considering they're both going to be skating in the next couple of days, uh, yeah, I, I might have I mean, nailed it. These are preseason injuries. If these were playoff games, those boys would be playing. I mean, not yeah, not, and not Jared, I, of course, but Bergeron and Raymond. Yeah, that. I mean, as I talked about in the last episode, and I was really happy with the response I got because I, I really thought that I would. Uh, I, I went on my Red Wings rant, and I said uh, they really got to fix that prospect tournament because that was unwatchable hockey with with all the uh, the I don't know chippy play. If you want to do that. Um, if you want to throw in a hockey buzzword, but, um, yeah, every, everybody kind of chimed in on YouTube and said, Nope, you, you fucking nailed it. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen. And, and it's good that Lucas stayed out of that. Um, I am excited though, with how hard they played him. I'm, and he still played great, throws in a couple of goals, uh, in that second game. It's like, wow, he got dogged. The entire game. Can you imagine putting him on a line where he's not just the only guy to try and get a buck on that? (laughs) Um, I mean, at that point, Bergeron was out. I think we can all agree uh, Tutayev took a huge, not a huge step back, but he just, he was still playing the net and he was still, you know, like the junkyard dog with a little bit of skill, but the, the, the same opportunities weren't there. So in that second game, it really looked like Lucas Raymond and a, you know, a bunch of, and a bunch of prospects. Um, 
And Bergeron was out at that point, too. Uh, I thought he looked really good in game one. Uh, but we already talked about that. Can I just so, echo one more time how fun yeah. it is to like, be a Red Wing or Piston fan right now? Because there's like exciting prospects to watch and not just prospects. Wait, say, say that again? Just to be a Red Wing or Piston fan right now. Because oh, these kind of tournaments yeah. are actually fun to watch. Because you actually have like one of the superstars in there. Yeah, and I... God, I, I know... Uh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to uh, to pick your mind on it on it on any of it. But um, <sighs> Lucas Raymond is he's the real deal. I uh, you know before the tournament started, I said the you know like the two the, or I'm sorry the one thing I was hoping for was just to see flashes of what Lucas Raymond is supposed to be. And I get it, like the you know the teams he's playing against, the the talent level is is a, a step below what the NHL caliber talent would be. But also the people around. Lucas will take a step up, but, um, God, he just, he's got it, man. He, he's got a fucking ripper of a shot. <laughs> um, he's making moves to, to enter the zone, which you and I have both been ragging on the Red Wings and their power play. And it feels like if they could just get in the zone, sometimes maybe something could happen. And he's, like I said, getting dogged like he was in that second game and still making his way and transitioning into the zone all by himself. Not even yeah. using, I mean, he had Joe Valeno out there, thick boy Joe Valeno, and uh, didn't even need to use him. He just said, keep your thickness in the neutral zone. I got this, bro. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, potential is one thing, but when you can actually see a guy with some real skills and he's, yeah. you know, obviously a level above uh, the competition at the time, it's it's fun to kind of watch, uh, you know, the big brother beat up all the little kids once in a while. You know how that goes. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, obviously we want to see him against real NHL caliber talent, like you said, um, you know, just kind of, um, on the coattails of that point that you made, but still, man, it, it, it's so cool to, to see one of our guys kicking ass. It's, it's been a while, you know, we even have a guy that's so good. He doesn't even get to play with them in most cider. I, I can't wait for this season, man. Yeah. And I, I guess this is the, the, we'll wrap up the conversation with some positive notes here, but, um, this was, uh, Daniela Bruce, uh, tweeting out, you know, after, uh, throwing out her questions, Eisenman said, uh, he has thought a lot about his expectations for this team. Uh, he said, it's not about wins and losses, but rather getting the younger players to take on bigger roles. And if we're looking at, um, <laughs> if we're looking at that prospect tournament, uh, we're looking at, you know, who potentially could come up here. And and I should throw in there too. Steve did make mention. He's not just going to bring guys up so that they can watch games. If it's going to be Lucas Raymond, Berger and Joe Valeno, um, they're going to be in the top nine. He, he didn't, he, he kind of threw the, the fourth line under the bus there. Uh, shout out to the fourth line podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like this, this feels like, he was prepping us for if these kids make the team, they're going to get legitimate roles. It's uh, it's not just going to be about, oh, we'll, we'll see him once a week and, you know, we'll make sure he gets coached up. Uh, but it's all, it, you know, it also has to fit too with what they see in training camp. Does it look like Lucas needs another year or I shouldn't say another year. Does he need a year in, uh, in Grand Rapids? Maybe just another year away from the team before he's ready to go. Uh, but I, I, I did like, cause it could have been the conversation could have been uh, or it could have switched from uh, rather than, you know, just having the younger players take on bigger roles because you, you look across, you know, the roster. I mean, we did just pick up Bobby Ryan, but there's still, the, you know, like the Gagne's uh, that are kind of eating up a role. And, and is there 
space for them to take a back seat. And there you go. Slip in there. Wanna, and yeah, go ahead. I, uh, I just want to say on this show, we're definitely prognosticators because I think we said this about a month ago that it's no longer about, well, we'll see if they can, you know, handle a hot cup of coffee up here. It's like, no, bro. I mean, we need you to play and uh, we think you're good enough. So it's not out of desperation. Um, it's about, you know, we actually have the talent who we think can, you know, compete and not embarrass the organization. So it's I, that's why I'm so excited for this season. Feels like we're finally at that part where it's like must watch hockey every night. Yeah. And probably the one guy we don't give enough credit to Tristan's making sure we we throw it in there. Um, uh, what a strong skater Valeno is and how uh, Tristan was, was super impressed. Um, went end to end like five times in a game and can circle his own so easily without being touched. Uh, he's, he's an elite skater. And if, if I could say, you know, if I was impressed by Lucas Raymond getting dogged for all of game two, Valeno was the only guy left in game three. So Valeno, despite us getting destroyed, like he, he really did great. Um, but yeah, uh, I, th- I think we got to wrap up here a little bit. Um, let me, yep. Sorry. Checking the time. My bad. Uh, so we got to throw out there. Jakob Verana not here yet. Um, I had that up a second ago. There we go. This is all over the place. This is what we need a producer. Uh, so something to keep an eye on kind of weird. Um, I guess it, it makes sense in COVID times. So I guess we just got to cross our fingers that everything works out. And then uh, I thought there was one more. Nope, that's it. All right, Mike, that was the last bit of news. Sweet, we did it. <laughs> we made it. All right, so uh, yeah, we needed we needed to wrap this up about twelve minutes ago. If you uh, are watching on YouTube right now, you can see it's uh, eight twelve on your you know whatever you're watching this on. Uh, so we're gonna sail off into the sunset. Um, I, I do apologize that I, we're ending this so abruptly since uh, I think we were pretty deep into the conversation here, but. Um, yeah, uh, check us out. We'll be back uh, back at it on Sunday, and we will have uh, – they're going to be going live on training camp tomorrow, so I'll be checking that out if you guys follow us at BOD Hockey. Um, you'll, first of all, see all my tweets about training camp. Uh, but I also want you guys, and whoever's watching on YouTube right now, you get, uh, you get the special, um, I guess, early access. Uh, Mike, we're giving away – Two tickets to the uh, Thursday, October 21st game uh, against the Calgary Flames. It's at 730. Uh, So you see on here, it says like and retweet this post. This is not a post, right? Uh, So you guys are going to need to find us on Twitter. I'm going to I'm going to pin it to at BOD hockey. But what you guys need to do, uh, like and retweet that post, follow us and tag who you're taking uh, to the game. So hopefully they'll play along and you'll have uh, extra chances to win. Um, and if you're still tuned in right now, you will get bonus, bonus entries. So basically what I'm going to do is create uh, an Excel spreadsheet. We'll do a random number generator, but you'll get bonus entries if you are subscribed to this channel and bonus entries if you go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review and just attach your name. Find, Give me some way that I can figure out that it's you and uh, you'll you'll get two bonus entries to try and win these tickets. And this is only information given to our YouTube viewers. So, um, oh, I guess uh, I guess the podcasters will hear it too. But uh, for anybody that just follows us on Twitter, that's that's all they're gonna get. They're just getting this. So, if you guys want some extra chances to get two tickets to uh, the Calgary Flames game, uh, I, per- I I got the tickets today. They are very nice seats. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but all of my my YouTube uh, buddies, they are in I, Little Caesars Arena, correct? 
Yeah, no, it's out in Calgary. So you guys got to well, go see in Calgary. Saturday. You got to get your <laughs> own plane ticket, <laughs> lodgings, and food. But we will see you there with the ten dollars ticket, row oh. eighty-five. Uh, this, <laughs> uh, this is uh, time to uh, uh, Tristan put out there. He doesn't have a Twitter. Uh, set, set up your burner accounts, YouTube viewers. Uh, <laughs> weather the storm, uh, the horrific storm that is Twitter. At Zingers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but that's that's going to be our best way to uh, to speak to everybody is, is going to be through the old uh, DMs. So that's why we, we always go through Twitter on this stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Uh, Tristan, you can always hit us up. Uh, you know what, anybody, uh, hit us up in the comments if you really have a problem with Twitter. And uh, I'll, I'll see if I can still squeeze you into the Excel spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> but uh, thanks for everybody and uh, for listening. And we'll catch you guys on Sunday. Oh, and we'll give, sorry, uh, we're going we're gonna to give everybody, uh, when, does, when does that game, when did I say this, the 21st? Uh, yeah. So we want to give you guys, uh, we're going to give everybody a couple of weeks to do this. And we may have a special guest for our October 6th slash 7th uh, episode. So Ooh. that'll be when I'll, I'll make the big announcement of who's winning it. And um, yeah, I think you guys are going to be excited to see who it is. I'm not going to say it just in case they can't come and I don't want to bury them and have their career ruined because uh, they couldn't show up or something or you guys get mad at them. Uh, but special guests uh, for October uh, 6th or 7th episode, however you want to look at it. The live episode is 6th and the podcast goes out on the 7th. It's confusing. Anyway, that's when I'll make the announcement and uh, you will uh, want to check out the, you know, it'll be the YouTube that will do the announcement. So uh, anybody listening to the podcast, uh, get your guys on over to YouTube, subscribe, and set reminders. All right, now we're really going long. Thanks, Mike. Uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's at BOD Hockey is the Twitter. Um, and uh, if you want to check out our Instagram, it's at brothers underscore of underscore discussion. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a good one. Beep.